Hello everyone, welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lelo Poyana. I am super excited to bring you this episode, which is proudly sponsored by Cape Union Mart. This week on the show, we are inspired by Mother Nature. And as you head on to the festive season, planning for your December travels and shopping, I have just what you need. I am talking to Susan Cherry, who is the head of design at Cape Union Mart. Susan and I are going to talk about her love affair with travel, sustainable fashion, packing tips for your travel, how she ensures that she always looks her best on her trips. Plus, we zoom in on the exciting and also amazing new collection at Cape Union Mart by Rare Earth. A collection by women for women and totally made for us as women who love to travel. Here's my awesome conversation with Susan. She drops some travel wisdom, y'all. Enjoy. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. How are you doing? Thanks, Lelo. Thanks so much for having me. Wow, I feel quite honored to be on this podcast. <laughs> I'm super excited to chat with you uh, today. I've never had someone on this show who's a head designer of this, of this, of, of or head of design for this and that. So <laughs> this is a new one for me as well. Uh, but before we get to the work stuff, Susan, I'm going to just start off by just asking you to please just tell my Chica Travel listeners a bit about yourself and uh, I guess more importantly, your relationship with travel. Okay, thanks so much. So I always thought I had the best job. And then I went on to your podcast and your blog and realized that I think you have the best job. Um, So my name is Susan Cherry. I am the head of design for the Cape Union Mart Outdoor Group. And um, I lead a team of designers. So I lead two fashion designers, two industrial designers, and a graphic designer, three fashion designers, to industrial designers, one graphic designer, and they are the team that design everything um, that has K-Way or Rare Earth um, or Mulkin or Calibre on the products that you see in the Cape Union Mart store. My relationship with travel is a love affair, I guess. Um, So yeah, I I traveled, you know, I am one of five kids. So we didn't travel a lot internationally growing up, but we traveled a lot locally. So I think my parents put a lot into kind of local holidays. And I just, yeah, I used to love packing my bags. It was almost like the ritual of saying goodbye to the last year, you know, by going on a trip to kind of like celebrate the end of the year. Mm. And my, currently my relationship with travel is I travel quite a lot for work. And part of my portfolio is under the equipment side of Cape Union Mart, where I lead the designers that also design up the backpacks and the luggage mm. for the Cape Union Mart stores. So you you the you the lady to to speak to about that luggage. We'll talk. We'll talk, Susan. Yes, <laughs> so on 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 the uh, the travel piece. What would you say? I mean, looking back at all the travels uh, that you've been on, whether as a kid or even now as an adult, what would you say was the most memorable one that you ever went on, and why? Yeah, so like I said, growing up, we always kind of went on family holidays together. I've got a brother and and three sisters, and we used to always go away together. So it was, like I said, a real like, 
you know, shedding the year and preparing for the new year. So I always do see travel, whether it's local or international, as quite a ritualistic kind of tradition in my life. Mm. My most memorable trip was um, I met my husband at 39. And I think I'd, yeah, I think it was the following. No, it was that year. So it was just after I turned 40, I think it was, we decided to go on our first trip uh, together. And uh, we ended up deciding to do a trip from Prague to Budapest on a on a train. And um, we'd only been together a short while. So I was very insistent Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I don't want there to be too much pressure on the trip. I don't want it to be like one of those trips where we get engaged. And, you know, like, I just want to go and experience life with him traveling because we had never traveled together. And I said there was no ways I would even consider settling down with someone before I traveled with them internationally. So because I think it's so important, you see such important parts of people's behavior and personality when they travel, right? So we went overseas and we did this trip and it was just amazing. Um, So we went to Prague um, in the Czech Republic. Then we caught a train to Austria, which we felt like the poorest people in the world. And then we went on to (laughs) Budapest in Hungary. And that was just, just an unbelievable trip. And we kept wanting to find these ruin bars. And even with Google Maps, we kept getting lost. And we found it eventually on the second last day. And it was such an amazing energy in these bars. And um, my husband looked at me and he went totally pale. And I thought he was picking up on the energy of this this space. And I said to him, what is wrong? And he looked at me and he got onto one knee and he said, I've got a question to ask you. And I was just like, my gosh, I didn't expect it because I kind of had told him not to do it. Um, And he didn't listen, which I'm very grateful for. But um, it was just honestly, one of the best trips, I think, one of the most real trips I've ever done. And then um, for our honeymoon, we went uh, to see the Northern Lights. So that was also very, yeah, a very memorable trip. We went kind of dog sledding up to the Russian border, like a James Bond movie and Mm -hmm. um, did uh, snowmobiling. Yeah, like across the North Pole. It was just amazing. I am so jealous. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow. But I, I really like what you said about um, I wouldn't even want to be with someone with like marry this person if I've never traveled with them internationally or even a long trip because then you get to really see all these beer. I love that. Wow. Amazing. Sure. Okay. You've lived, girl. You've lived. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you are packing now, when you're traveling, uh, what what would what would you say um are the stuff or the things that you take into consideration when you pack for for a trip anyway? So I always, the stuff that I take into consideration, so definitely a light suitcase. Mm. I love traveling. I love shopping. I'm not even going to pretend to be that girl that can go over with a backpack. That's just not me. And I just feel like they don't hand out awards for traveling light. I don't, I've never seen an award for it. So (laughs) I'm all about light traveling and luggage and what I consider is I really consider my outfits I know that sounds quite shallow and I don't mean it in a shallow way I I say that so that I can pack the least amount because I love to shop I love vintage shopping it's a big trend at the moment I think I did it before it was a trend so I'm constantly seeing where there are these little tucked away vintage shops and I just absolutely love vintage shopping mm-hmm. um and secondhand and thrift shopping so I know that I want to bring back stuff so I always try and pack light 
And um, so I really plan my outfits before I go overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of look for versatile pieces that I can wear from the day to the night. I can wear one pair of pants two days, you know, for two outfits. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's very different when you travel for work, um, although it doesn't have to be. But those are really my like really big considerations. I love, love, love that. And and um, what the one thing or two things that you always pack when you are packing, considering that you pack light. Yeah, no, I definitely don't pack light. So the one thing I always take with is my swimming costume. Even <laughs> when we went to the Northern Lights, I've got photos, I can send them to you, of my husband and I in swimming costumes. And it was minus five, snowing, and we were in a jacuzzi out on the back of the ship because we were on an expedition mail, like one of those old mail boats. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, it wasn't great because we both had colds the next day. So that is literally a very true story. I always wondered if it was an urban legend. <laughs> but uh, and when we went on our on our trip where we got engaged, we in in Budapest there are these amazing thermal springs. So I was so grateful. My husband thought I was off my rocker bringing a swimming costume with, but I was able to wear that cosy, and we were able to go to all of the thermal pools. So summer, winter, I always take a cosy. I love just going for a dip after work, even in an indoor pool. Mm. And what is the other thing I always take? I always take a fold-up duffel inside my bag in case my bag is not big enough to bring back all the goodies I want to bring back. Um, So I always have a fold-up duffel. I recently started using the KOA one on wheels, which is a bit heavier, but if you're traveling also by yourself, then you can have two bags on wheels, which is amazing. So it folds up to like an A3 piece of paper, but it's got wheels on it. So it's super handy. And then I always take rehydrate and a face mask with me. So rehydrate just because I think as South Africans, we're not used to aircon and like super cold temperatures like you experience mm. in other parts of the world. So with aircons and going from hot to cold, or even if it's just always hot, I always like to just keep those electrolytes up and mm. it's good for your skin, keeps you always looking a bit sparkly. And then a face mask. I just love hotel robe, face mask, looking at the view. That's mm. my vibe. Sure. <laughs> Listen, you are giving good, good, good tips here. <laughs> She's a traveler. Like, Susan, you really, really do travel beautifully. I love it. So now, how did you end up working as a head of design at Cape Union, Matt? Yes. So I used to always say the best job in South Africa, but I think it's now the second best after looking at your, um, (laughs) what you do for a living. Um, So I just had my little girl and it was like the second year of lockdown of, of the pandemic. And a friend of mine used to work at um, Cape Union Mart Group for Old Khaki Chain, actually. And she always used to tell me about the, how like, how nice the people were here and how amazing the, her experience was here. She decided she had twins, so she decided to um, leave working and, and raise the kids. And, yeah, I remember I was kind of breastfeeding and saw this ad go up on LinkedIn for a design manager role. And I just knew that I had to apply. I went and spoke to my husband and I was like, I know I'm still on maternity leave, but like these jobs just never come up. This company is unbelievable to work for. So he was like, cool, let me know what you need. Let's go for it. So shame. He was like holding the baby in the car while I was going into our Century City (laughs) store, going to do my research. You know, he was so supportive. And um, yeah, I, I applied. I wasn't looking for a job and it just kind of came up and I was 
so just I wanted this job so badly because I just knew that this was it this was the job of a lifetime and I had some great ideas that I put forward to this. I had a, an interview within a week with the three directors and I yeah, gave them my ideas and suggestions of how we could kind of move Cape Union Mart into the future. Mm-hmm. And they were really open. It felt like I was meeting with people I'd worked with 20 years before. You know, we just all had this amazing rapport and got on so well. And I still have that relationship with the three directors that were in my interview, like, yeah, I even had a meeting this morning with the CEO, you know, and, and there, there is just this open door policy where any idea, as long as you're willing to kind of see it through, they, they will listen to any idea that you've got. Wow, that's that's amazing. I guess it it was meant to be, right? So, so you guys are working on some exciting stuff. I know you, uh, well, Cape Union Mad recently lo- relaunched a new collection by Ray Earth. Um, just maybe tell us a bit about what's the inspiration behind um, that collection. So... Yeah, I think everyone went kind of local during the pandemic. And I must say that Cape Union Mart has kind of always done local. We own two of our own factories. And even during the height of kind of factories closing down in South Africa, the owner of our company always kept our factory open. And that's amazing foresight that he had. So I think that there's just been this relook into slow fashion. I know there's this revenge spend of everyone now wanting to buy sequins and go glam after a year of wearing tracksuits. Um, <laughs> but we were really able to, yeah, we've really reassessed our offering and we really are looking to kind of move into the slow fashion space. What that means is it's not like every week or every two weeks you get these capsules in and then the one week it's sequins and the next week it's like, I don't know, Hessian bags or whatever. And then you, you know, you're trying to get people constantly to just buy more and buy and buy and buy. Mm. We're kind of having the opposite approach. So we inherited that the label's actually 10 years old. Um, and it inherited more in a poetry space. And then we started stocking it in our stores, just like poetry was born in, in Cape Union Mart stores. Mm. And what we're looking to is just build a great classic wardrobe for kind of modern women, but a classic appeal. So you don't have to go and buy a whole new wardrobe every year. Um, It's kind of like each year we want to just build on top of the collection that we did the year before so that you can buy good, sustainable pieces that are in your wardrobe Mm. for years to come. And that if uh, they're, you know, if they, they need a bit of extra loving care, like a button has fallen off or a hem has come loose, we will be willing to fix that for you. So it's really a slower approach to fashion. Wow. I, I like that because, um, as you're talking about, you know, how, um, you know, I guess the quality of, of the, of the, the, the garments themselves, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about how overall uh, i've just always been impressed by the quality of of, of stuff at, at uh, cape union mart and i'm thinking back to my first trip to amsterdam was in december you can imagine how cold it is yes and i didn't even know there was a thing called thermal vests and whatever i remember going to cape union mart and i bought uh those things do you know that i still have that vest and it's it in, it's still in good quality and that was 2009 where are we now 2022 yeah. so you guys totally. 
Yeah. I did a um I did an interview the other day with, actually with H&M they were asking it was myself and H&M and a Danish a Scandinavian company to speak about um sustainability and I took with me to this talk it was hosted on Cleve Street in in Cape Town I took with this pair of gloves that I had gotten as a Christmas present in 2003 so 20 years old that I got given for my first trip you know like we are I was like a real country bumpkin arriving in um you know, in America and London in the middle of winter with a denim jacket. And I had these thermal gloves and I still use them. I'm I'm traveling to Munich this week, actually on Thursday, mm. and I'm taking these same gloves with me. They've just lasted. It's like, you can't, you don't need to buy another pair if you buy good quality right up front. That's, that's amazing. But now I want to ask you, like just talking about quality, how you guys incorporated, you know, sustainable material into these um, rare earth um, garments. But I also would like to know, like in, in you guys designing this collection, who did you have in mind? Like who, who is it for? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, our, kind of target women and it's only a woman that we target well like a it's a woman's range Mm -hmm. um our target woman is someone that leads an outdoors lifestyle so they don't have to be going on safari every day but you know they're walking outside so they definitely are having a um, an outdoor lifestyle so that they would need breathable fabrics like a linen and a cotton. We also want someone that understands the importance of those fabrics because we are not the cheapest range. We don't aim to be the cheapest range, but we aim to be the best quality and sustainable range. So we really put the money into sourcing fabrics that A, will last and B, are ethically and sustainably sourced. So that is really important. So we are looking to to appeal to women that understand that um, importance of sustainability and that's that sustainability is an important factor when they shop mm-hmm. um then uh what was the other part of the question that you were asking it was you just about asking... you know how you incorporate sustainable material oh, into the garments so we do incorporate so funnily enough we've got a sneaker which i actually own that is made out of pineapple uh, re- repurposed pineapple husk it's called pinatex I bought one for my husband and one for me. We both actually, yeah, they, they've actually exceeded my expectation in terms of like the performance of the fabric. Mm. Whilst we do look for recycled fabrics where possible, um, the most important part of our sustainability journey is to manufacture items that last. For us, that is more important. Mm. Um, we don't, we, we benchmark, um, rare earth to be more of a natural fabric. So it's tensile cotton linen and then blends thereof, but we're not aiming to go and put in recycled poly. You know, K-Way does a really good job of that. And it definitely leads to a more, um, performance type product whereas mm-hmm. rare earth is more your cotton based uh, casual kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. and so what we've decided on both k-way and rare earth to really focus on durability so clothing that lasts and where it doesn't last we will fix it and that's actually from a sustainability point of view the best thing you can do for the environment is to actually buy less and buy intentional intentionally and also to support local retailers support people that are paying tax in south africa don't go and buy from chinese or indian websites that they're paying you know they i don't know they, they're not paying tax in south africa so support the local guys at the very best support local guys that are manufacturing locally but at the moment it's not always possible to make everything locally we obviously understand that yeah um susan i'm gonna go off script and and ask you yeah 
something. I need your advice here. Yes. So I'm that one person who's really terrible. Every trip, mm. I must go shopping. Mm. I need to stop. Obviously, it's not sustainable. I can't be spending money every time. What advice do you give to someone like that who's like, every time you go on a trip, you know, you feel like, okay, I must go buy new clothes for this trip and that trip. Because at the end of the day, you, you're in a house full of clothes you're not even wearing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's an interesting concept. So I've introduced, and again, I mean, I haven't, you know, thought of this in alignment with, with you know, Cape Union Mart values, but I'm pretty sure they would agree with what I'm saying, is every time I buy something new, I sell or give away something in my wardrobe and not throw away. So actually give to someone that can use it or I sell. So I actually have a little circular economy um, process in my wardrobe where I've got someone that sells the clothes for me. And there is a local um, secondhand boutique not too far from me, about 20 Ks from me. And then I'll take stuff probably every three months. And um, I do not put something new in my cupboard without taking something out and looking to resell it or to repurpose it. So I guess if you are going to buy, and, and I must say what was interesting is a friend of mine, I, my sister and a friend of mine, we all kind of in the clothing industry at the time, we decided to have a clothes sale at my house about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were amazed at how much money we made. We were selling some of our secondhand, you know, some of our clothing that was still in really good condition, but we didn't want to wear anymore. And we wanted to use that towards something else in our wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And since that first sale, it made me so aware of the kind of stuff that I ended up selling so the stuff that I ended up selling then was those you know those little cheap t-shirts that I bought that I now no longer wear Mm -hmm. so it's really changed my whole approach to what I buy and how I buy the pieces that I buy I'm like is this just another t-shirt that's going to land up Mm -hmm. you know needing to be given away or needing to be sold or am I buying something that I can wear for the next like you know three or four years so I've really started to kind of shift the mindset but it's quite a conscious thing that I needed to do. It was a conscious decision I needed to do. And I constantly, I kind of have made it part of my values and I constantly go back to that. I have a little girl and it's nothing thrills me more than um, my, my in my team, two people have kids and I bring her old stuff. I've got one person in my team that's got a little girl and the other one's got a little boy and I bring toys and I bring, and I'm like, my child's done with it. Your child can use it now. So it's about this hand-me-down quality, re, you know, repurpose quality. Mm, I love that. Thank you. You actually really uh, challenging me and getting me to think. But thank you so much for that. And I know that I was off script. Well, and I, yeah. No, no <laughs> props. I appreciate that um, that guidance. So, okay, back to Rare Earth now. I managed to get the, I don't know if you you know all the items, but I got the Louis linen shirt and the shorts. Um, and I also got the Amari Safari dress. And you won't believe I received so many compliments. People were like, it can't be from Cape Union Mart. I didn't know they made nice clothes like this. They thought, you know, it's just things for hiking yeah, <laughs> and all of that. But do you have any personal favorites from the collection? Yeah, so I also love that Louise Linen shirt. Did you get the printed one or the plain one? No, it's printed green. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, with, the, with the leaves. Yeah. So I also, I bought myself that one with the matching shorts mm-hmm. and I freaking love it. I wear it with, I've got Birkenstocks that are like a, um, mm-hmm. 
bright coral that I bought actually from poetry and I wear the like bright coral with the greens and the green and the orange really complement each other really nicely so I quite like it with like a statement shoe I've also got a pair of lilac burkies Mm -hmm. so I wear it with like color or I wear it with like a color earring um, and it just so you can dress it up or dress it down so it can be a little bit more you know, if you're going for an evening drink or something, or you can, I, I wear it to work as well. So I do. And also I went away recently for the weekend, we went to Grayton and it was just like perfect for that whole chilled weekend vibe. So I love that. I also own, um, there's that set in a, like a, it looks like an old light orange, like an old bright orange. So it looks like, I mean, they call it like a vintage uh kind of coral um so i bought it in that as well i love that and then there's the kia chino it's a tapered tensile um chino but it's got an elastic waist Mm -hmm. i'm a shorty so i have to roll it up twice but i think if you've got nice long legs like my dream (laughs) my dream personality um then you can wear them or if you're a bit shorter you can roll them up and it's so slimming it fits in the waist it gives you that slight carrot tapered look so yeah, I love those. And then I've also got the Aura T. I'm actually wearing it now because I thought the camera might be on. Oh. Aura <laughs> Our basic relaxed dropped shoulder sleeve. And then it's got a very light print that says rare earth. And actually, I'm not someone to wear brand names on my chest, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, but I love the way we've done it. It's just two shades darker. So you can't really see it from far, but if someone is, you know, when you're a bit closer, you can see it. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I love those but I, I'm like spending all my money on my own range <laughs> yeah I was I'm, I was really surprised I mean just going through um on, on the website and just looking through all those clothes first I was like wow um I don't know I, I guess maybe if you don't go on the website um to just explore or you go you only go to the Cape Union you know uh website my website to just look for something specific you get to miss out on everything else that might mm. be that you you were not aware of I mean like I was saying earlier that my friends were actually surprised that the clothes were from Cape Union match like how did you you guys tap into like universal fashion trends while still staying true to 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 your brand yeah so i think what's interesting is south africa we are you know we do a lot casually we bra right we bry, we go for walks we go to um the bush we go to the beach so there is just uh there is so much that we can still capitalize on these lifestyles we travel a lot locally, but we also travel internationally. I My travel internationally is more to trade fairs to see what's happening within like the newer brands and from a sustainability point of view. So I attended some talks recently in Denmark on sustainability and they are, you know, we think that these are only third world, you know, issues or emerging, emerging nation issues. But even in in Denmark, they were speaking about like, how do we bring the consumer with us on the brand? It's not about just putting in recycled nylon and recycled cotton. Mm-hmm. We need to tell people that they need to buy durable, good quality clothing, you know, instead of buying cheap imports. So they are facing the same issues that we face. So what we do is we take those international trends, but then we must just look, you know, like South African women, we have different bodies. We're not built like Scandinavians. We're not built like Germans or British people or Americans. You know, we have got unique bodies. We have unique uh, needs living in South Africa. We need to be cool in summer and warm in winter. It's very, we don't have um internal heating in our in our houses you know so it really does play a difference in how we design so I think we really we look at every single garment in our review process and we really scrutinize like is this the best 
item for a South African woman. And we are a team of South African women. My buyer, Pomeza, a South African uh, woman, you know, my designer, my fit technologist. Uh, we are all women that are designing this range. And I think that is a big difference. Mm-hmm. We also are, you know, we're not all, you know, 22 straight out of college trying to design for, you know, this classic appeal. We are definitely living the lifestyle that we are designing and buying for. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take risks. You know, we've got amazing store staff in Cape Inumart stores. And we've got the chatbot online. Well, not a chatbot. It's a chat. It's a person. Um, so our customer services and we're able to actually engage with our customers and ask them what they want. Right. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> Just mm-hmm. ask, ask her what she wants and she'll tell you. Um, so we really, it's a team collaboration that just comes up with this richness and this uniqueness. And I think that we have such a talented graphic designer. And I do think that our graphics make it very unique. Mm-hmm. And um, Phil is a gardener. Uh, she works, uh, she is passionate about gardening. So a lot of the foliage comes from ideas from her own gardening books or her own garden. You know, the other day it was my birthday and she bought this huge bouquet of flowers that was from her garden. So she lives this lifestyle. She knows what flowers, you know, and what leaves we can put together so that it seems authentic. You know, you don't just want to, because it's a summer theme, go and pluck a palm tree leaf and a hibiscus because that's what we see overseas you know she's able to make it relative to south african market which is what makes it so unique so the prints that you see in our stores you literally won't find anywhere else so i think in this what we're seeing that's coming up more and more what the customer wants is personalization customization uniqueness they don't want to look like a million other people and i think that's kind of the beauty of the rare earth range it's not that big yet that you're going to see a million people at the bra all wearing the same thing. True. Unless it's a black K-Way puffer, then I think you will see a few people wearing the same thing. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I'm trying to find my other question now. I've just been, I've just, I've just deleted my, my, oh. my questions. But I, I think what I also wanted uh, to ask you was just about the colors. And I mean, they very much, you know, chilled vibes very much um toned down they're not too loud and just what uh what went into thinking about the colors that you guys chose for the collection yeah so color is just such an important thing right that's something that south africans we are so unique to the rest of the world like you can't just go and take what's happening on the catwalks or what's happening in Scandinavia or New York or LA and just apply it. South Africans have got this very special relationship with color, which is what makes our country so rich, you know, is this affinity for color and the way that we wear color and the way that color looks on us, you know. So color is something, is it's kind of where it all starts, color and fabric. Yeah. Lately, you know, five years ago, everyone was just wearing black and white as your black, white, and gray as your kind of base neutrals in your cupboard. Whereas now we are seeing this resurgence of the brown based neutrals. So mm-hmm. for ages, it was like black skinny jeans, blue skinny jeans, black skinny jeans, you know, the whole time. Now all of a sudden people not really wearing black, like they are, but in terms of casually, we're seeing this huge drive towards stones and beiges and tans and coffee. So this rich, natural color palette and moving a bit away from white and more into the kind of creams and milks. Mm-hmm. So as much as nature inspires, 
you know, as for the end purpose often of these items, so does it inspire the, the color palette. So we say that rare earth always goes back to nature, whether it's print, color, in purpose or fabric. So we really have chosen a color palette for this season that goes back to quite a natural, you will find these colors on safari. So that was kind of what inspired us, whether it was the sunset, the flower, the color of the gravel or the sand. So we've really drawn it back to, to that. And then we've added in one or two pops just to give a little surprise element. So we've got one or two brighter yellows, mm. um, which I suppose you would find in some kind of fainboss flowers as well. But really this this drive back to, to the brown-based neutrals. Mm. And um, we also were looking for more of a classic color palette, not putting in a million colors that will be out of fashion next season because part of our ethos is the slower fashion and what mm. we can build on each season. So we don't want you to buy something this year that you can't wear next year, mm. which is contrary to kind of retail in in South Africa, right? People are just trying to get you to buy more and more and more. And we're saying, keep what you've bought. Like, it's not good for the environment to go and throw out your wardrobe next season. So we just want to keep layering on top of that. Wow, this is actually very, um, very informative. And and um, I'm just thinking about how, um, you know, looking after the environment, literally we only have one planet. It's so, it's so important. I mean, when you're traveling, uh, you know, how do you travel, but still make sure that you're being responsible. And even in the clothing, you know, um, that you buy and wear, how do you buy, you know, clo- clothing that's, you know, kind to the environment and so on. So thank you, Susan. I'm, I'm learning quite a lot just listening, listening to this conversation. And then Ooh, um... I love talking. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing so amazing. Trust me. <laughs> So just um, from a styling perspective, um, you know, if you're thinking of someone who may need pairing inspiration for their next trip and thinking about the collection right now, what are the top four must-have wardrobe staples from this particular collection? Yeah, so uh, like we were chatting earlier about, um, what was it, the Louise printed shirt? So I would definitely say like a printed set. Um, I love the Louise printed set because, yeah, that, you know, especially if you're traveling casually and, and summer. So I'm just saying, you know, we're in summer now. So, so mm-hmm. let's look at that. I love that set because you can wear it for dinner. You can wear it to a bra. You can wear it to a picnic. You can wear it casually. Um, or you can dress it up and you can even put a little, you know, brown heel with it and, and wear it like a statement earring. So you can dress it up and down. So I would definitely go for that. Mm-hmm. I also, like I said, I do love the, um, the Kia Chino and then with the Aura Basic t-shirt tucked in, the Kia Chino sits in the waist. So I do find it very flattering. And if for me, like you've got a shorter leg, mm. when you wear stuff into the waist, it creates a longer line. Uh, so I do um I do like that. And if you've got a longer leg, I find that Chino will be flattering for you because it will finish a little bit shorter, which means it cuts your leg a little bit. So um I think that it actually is quite a versatile piece across you know for 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 different body like shapes Mm -hmm. and it's got elastication so it's comfy you can travel comfortably with it you can sit in the car on road trips um and then you can also in the evening if you wanted to just wear a little camisole with it um you can kind of dress it up and wear it with a you know this it's got that paper bag waistband which is Mm -hmm. quite um quite flattering and quite in fashion at the moment um and then our prints so i always find a print helps when you're traveling because if it gets a bit creased in your suitcase, you don't really see it on a print, but you see it yeah, if it's yeah. a plain 
you know, a plain item. So I always like to take a little printed dress with. And our printed dresses as well, if you button it open, you can wear it over a pair of shorts with a T-shirt. So it almost acts as like a shacket kind of vibe. And it, it can you can use it to cover your arms so that you don't get sunburned. So I feel like these are quite versatile pieces. And then the Louise shirt we also have in the cream. And then we've got like a whole set. So we've got the shirt, which is quite a boxier fit, which is quite nice. So nice also for it's nice and roomy. Um, if it's hot, um, it goes back to we've got a short in the same fabric, a pant in the same fabric, and we've got a little cami in the same fabric. So you can yeah. really kind of get across all the, you know, if you buy into one set, you can really kind of wear it across and wear it up and down. Like it's in a stone color is the one I've got. So stone with like nice gold statement jewelry in the evening um, can really look quite beautiful and quite sophisticated. But then you can also wear it with a vest uh, during the day with the shirt open and open. So it just kind of so you don't get burnt on your shoulders. So I feel like they're quite versatile pieces. Yeah. But yeah, a printed dress every year. It's like, you know, that's my little statement piece for Christmas parties, for, you know, brides on the weekend. I love a, a printed dress. I love that, uh, you know, what you just said about the printed dress and how even if it's wrinkled here and there, it's not easy to spot because of the prints and like a plain, you know, dress or plain outfit. Man, Susan, you are schooling us. I think now I'm going to spend all my uh, bonus money shopping at <laughs> Union Mart now. <laughs> and where, um, yeah, you must give me a shout and let me know what store you would go to because maybe we can send a, a shopper there to come and, you know, put yeah. stuff together for you as well that would be really fun definitely i think people will be walking the red carpet and they'll be asked what are you wearing who are you wearing and then like business class q uh you know saa business class q <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but uh thank you so so much um i'm susan this was really really informative and super exciting i think all my listeners are going to be going on your website and even going into store to really just have a look at the, the the collection by Rare Earth. Um, are you traveling anywhere for the holiday season? I know what you're going to be wearing, but where will you be going? <laughs> Definitely going to be wearing my Louise suit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do local trip. My husband made me promise when we first met that I would never make him stay in the city for New Year's because it just gets so crazy. So we're going um, to Sand Parks, actually, to the Bontebok Park in Swelland. And we just love the sand parks. It's like, yeah, you know what you're getting. It's a, yeah, just a off the grid kind of environment. And uh, Bontebok's got a beautiful river so we can stand up paddle and go paddling and swim in the river. And then we go on to little Arniston Hotel. So for a little R&R and just oh maybe my God. one serving us a bit because I've realized since having kids that holiday, the nature of holidays change quite a lot. <laughs> I, I've I've been to Aniston once and I keep saying I want to go back, but I didn't know about this uh, sand parks that you're talking about now. I, how come, like, see, I'm learning a lot from this conversation. <laughs> it's a great sand park. We love it. We've actually been four times now. We just love It's like, it feels like a real, you can go and shed your year. We yeah. set goals for the new year and we just, yeah, it's, oh, I love it. Oh. I'm going to check it out. Okay, Susan, thank you so, so much for your time. It was really awesome chatting to you. Thank you for telling us all about Rare Earth. Um, the collection, we will be checking it out. I'll post all the details in terms of, you know, how to access them on the website and all the social media details. But thank you so, so much. I truly, truly enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks for yeah.
Vision. Sorry, thank you so much. This was really an honor. I feel so proud to be here to speak about Rare Earth. And I really, yeah, from one woman to another, it's just your job and what you do is so inspiring. I think not many people have got the the courage to follow a dream like you have. And I just, yeah, I'm really in awe of, of um, your podcasts and of your site. It's really amazing. So please keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. <laughs>